Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you so much for downloading slash streaming slash listening to the Holderness Family Podcast. However it gets into your ears, we are thankful. Yeah. Let me jump in here and just say Kim wants to thank you for subscribing <laughs> because subscribing helps people find us. And what else really helps people find us is when you leave a specific review to why you like our podcast. And we know it takes a lot of time and we know that you've got other stuff to do. But when you do leave a review, we are so eternally grateful. There's a recent review from LCH44. I love it. Uh, hilarious and helpful. The diversity of talking topics seems to touch on things my husband and our family are dealing with. Thanks for such a fun, funny, and insightful show. Yes. And she mentioned diversity. She mentioned uh, different types of topics we're dealing with. She mentioned fun, funny, and insightful. Today, we're going more for insightful. This is a little more heavy. It's the heavy topic of social media and prevalence of sexual predators. So this podcast, as a disclaimer, is around the heavy topic of social media and the prevalence of sexual predators. There's content on this show that people may find disturbing, though it's important to have these conversations with your kids. Maybe listen to this first and then you can play it for them. Yeah, there's all kinds of different ways to talk about this. And when we when we bring Ruan, she's going to say the same thing. It's There's no hard and fast cookie cutter way to have the conversation. You have to know your kid to know how to get it started. We interviewed my friend Ru Powell on our podcast in February of 2020, where she talked to us about her work uncovering online sexual predators. Rue is a mom, a writer, an advocate, and the founder of SOSA, Safe from Online Sex Abuse, a nonprofit that raises awareness com- and combats the pervasiveness of online sex abuse and exploitation. Welcome back, Rue. We're so happy that you've come back to join us. Kim and Penn, thank you for having me. <laughs> no, this is a podcast. It's an audio medium. Yes. And again, we, we mentioned before, like there could be some some pretty heavy topics here. Thank you for sticking around and listening because we think that they're really important. But because we're an audio medium, I want to paint a picture here. Rue, as you know, goes undercover as 15, 14, 13 year olds. She looks like uh, she looks like a 31 year old supermodel right now. I don't know. know how old she Lots is, but she hair looks and makeup. You look fantastic, Rue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's um, I just 
rubbed a little Vaseline on the on the camera. <laughs> yes, uh, that's, I, I'm a, I, it's like a natural Instagram filter right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we first talked to you in February of 2020, right before the world shut down. And everybody's lives have changed, including people, all of us were online even more. So how has that impacted your work and what you're seeing? You know, I heard a statistic that said that the amount of predation that has occurred online since the pandemic started has increased 100%, which is, you know, just an incredible number. And I think the reason behind this, it's just a perfect storm. You have kids who maybe weren't even online before. They're online now because they're virtual schooling or they're home and they're isolated. And the only way they can communicate with friends is through devices. You also have would-be perpetrators um, who were usually at their nine to fives are now at home even more on their devices. And when you have a bunch of people that are living on devices, living on their computers and smartphones, we have to assume that bad actors are doing the same. And at the same time, the the barrier to entry is so much easier right now because of the, the, the Zoom culture has made it so it just feels normal for someone to talk to someone maybe that they don't even know that well. Like talking to strangers is easier with Zoom. Right. We've just created this habit. Yeah. That, that you would, of course, you'd be interacting and everything is online. All the positive things that help keep our world connected, all those negative things come to um, I, as a parent, I, you know, our kids would be in, they had to be in online school, right? So our, our kids were online for hours and hours a day. I can't imagine that they were just in their Zoom classes. So after watching your, the first episode in the undercover underage, I am newly <laughs> terrified. Right. We, we did this a, about a year ago and we were freshly terrified. Now we're re-terrified. Yeah. Do you, do you think that, ki- do you think that parents now are kind of giving their kids a pass online more or are they more aware? Like, what are you seeing from the parent side? Oh, maybe a little, col- a little from column A and a little from column B. What I tell parents that the best way to prevent predation right now is to just have open lines of communications with your kids because there's really no stopping them from being on the internet. It's part of our culture now. It's part of how they're being raised now. And the best thing we can do is kind of prepare them for it. So just like I don't have the sex talk with my kids once, I have it with them a lot. I don't have the talk about online safety and predation with my kids once. It's a conversation we're having constantly. I have a teen and two tweens, and this is something we talk about regularly, not just because mom's in that space, but because they are on devices. And I think technology is great. I think it affords us access to wonderful things, podcasts, cultures, news. You know, we can FaceTime our friends and relatives that are in another country. But there are also avenues for abuse, right? So the best thing we can do is make it so our kids feel comfortable enough to talk to us and, and trust their gut when they feel something's off. Like, oh, that's weird. Or, oh, I, that, that message was weird. Let me go talk to mom about that. How do you start that conversation? Right. And how do you finish that conversation? There's got to be like a script almost for this, right? Huh. You know, so I have what I believe are age-appropriate conversations with each of my kids. With my teenager, and my hope for the show is that some parents will watch Undercover Underage with their teens. We chose to make it rated TV 14, so it would be accessible to teens. And I think it's a really good way to demonstrate 
what can happen online. It's not about being a good teen. It's not about being a smart teen. It's just about being a teen on the internet, regardless of gender, regardless of sexuality, regardless of demographics. If you're a teen on the internet, you know, there's a chance that someone's out there hoping to talk to you. I uh, I have watched the first episode of Undercover Underage on Discovery+. Plus. I, I knew what I was getting into, and I wanted to watch it before I watched it with Lola, but I will 100% be watching it with my 14-year-old. Wow, is all I'll say. Is I knew what I was getting into, but it was still shocking to see. Without giving away too much, in the first episode, the work you did, I mean, led to information about a man who works in a school who was contacting right. you, who is, you were portraying the role of a 15-year-old, and he right. gave you all of his information. Yes, I think, he, here's the sad part about that. One, we kind of assume that every perpetrator is the boogeyman, right? It's like any any episode of NCIS that we've seen, like every bad guy probably is a monster. But these men aren't necessarily that. They are everyday people. They are community members. And sometimes they are, like in episode one, people who work in a school, which is brutal to learn because we believe our schools are supposed to be a safe space. When we send our kids to school, we believe that those people are just as invested in our kids as we are. So it feels like such a betrayal to know that someone who works in a school could harm a kid this way. We should probably back up. And can you tell us about the process of shooting undercover, underage, and and just explain how the show is formatted for everybody? Sure. So <clears throat> Undercover, Underage is a six-part docuseries that followed me and my nonprofit, SOSA, around to document the kind of work we do online to identify online perpetrators. SOSA stands for Safe from Online Sex Abuse, and our entire mission is to prevent the online sex abuse and exploitation of children. So the way that we prepped for this is we put teenage decoys online, and we have to make them believable because just like Lola, just like my daughter, teenage girls have really full lives. They have hobbies and sports and schools and friends and families. So each teenage decoy needed a full backstory, an age, an astrology sign, a middle name, um, a family background. Do they have siblings? What's their favorite color? And that's all important because it makes that character really believable so that when we talk to the more sophisticated perpetrators, we're really able to build trust with them. Yeah. And, and I, I just want to make sure this is clear. Also, Rue is a contemporary of ours. We're, we're all parents. But Rue, in case um, you know, you're not seeing the show, Rue, is, Rue becomes the teenagers. Yeah. She's a 38-year-old mom of three. But through photo editing and things like that, you are transformed into a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old. And there's reasoning behind that. Obviously, you don't want to put a 15-year-old through this. Um, I, I wouldn't want to put my wife through this either, but Rue is incredibly strong and has been open and honest about how this does actually affect her a bit. But she is the one out there doing the work and becoming this person, which takes on a whole new level of, I'm sure, reality when you're doing it. Yeah, we use a lot of we use a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, wigs, prosthetics, braces. We use the context of a kid's bedroom and clothing. And then we have a visuals lead who you know, removes any fine lines and stretch marks <laughs> and all the things that age us. When I am communicating as a teenager, you know, we've studied 
language and tone and what kids are saying now that they weren't saying a year ago, because that's all important when it comes to really being a believable teenager. And those conversations are difficult. And, you know, I'm sure you saw them in episode one. They're not great. They're not fun. But, and and you'll see some more of this in episode two, but in the middle of that, I'm thinking, well, much better me than an actual kid. I'm 38. I have reasonable coping skills. I have friends around me that I can go to. I can text Kim with a bunch of crying face emojis. (laughs) Some kids don't have that. Some kids are too scared, too ashamed. They feel like they can't go to their, they can't go to their parents if they've been abused online. A couple things. The goal of this is to hand it over to police to to make an identification, right? And then to hand it over to police. You're not actually. It's this is not to catch a predator, right? And you guys are blurring out all the all the uh, predators, right? Yeah. Right. My job is not to out anyone. I am not law enforcement. I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not a judge. I'm not. A, I'm not jury. Once we have that information, once we've identified someone on the internet as a bad actor, as someone who's dangerous, we hand that over to law enforcement and law enforcement does with it what law enforcement does. Sometimes they take it as a lead and they do an independent investigation. Sometimes we just give them our accounts and they log in and they continue the conversation as the teenager. So it's now under law enforcement you know, ownership. Sometimes they want to partner with us and, you know, they're logged into a device the same time I am and they're reading the messages concurrently as they're coming in. And then we help with that process until there is a conclusion. This podcast is sponsored by Green Chef, America's number one meal kit for eating well. Meaning they're the best meal kit, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, pescatarian, or you just want to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe and with it, over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans, you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. You can enjoy restaurant quality dishes and the comfort of your own home. Right now, there's a gluten-free Mediterranean chicken dish and I'm so excited to try it. it has artichoke and roasted red peppers and brussels sprouts i'm at the age where like this is the thing that like gets me going oh yeah well and not only because it's yummy but it just it's instructions and it has an actual time <laughs> that it's going to take instead of forever it's like 30 minutes and here's all the stuff yes and and i hate i mean you are a very smart talented person but maybe sometimes interpreting recipes is not your gift and so this is very clear and there's like pictures anyway i'm grateful for it yeah. Anyway, right now we have an amazing offer just for you because you're listening to our podcast for $125 off. Yes, go to greenchef.com slash holderness125 and use code holderness125 and get $125 off free shipping. One more time, go to greenchef.com slash holderness125 and use code holderness125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp makes professional counseling accessible, affordable, convenient, so anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. They assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Yeah, you start communicating in under 48 hours and you connect in a safe and private online environment. By the way, we both know that it is important to take care of mental health because personally, we both have mental health issues for taking the car in for a tune-up every once in a while. Even if you think your car is humming well. Yes. And listen, holidays are coming up, guys. A lot of stuff is going to about to be unpacked. And and we've mentioned before, like that's like a trigger season for us because we're busy and anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Holderness. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, help.com slash Holderness. Holderness is spelled like wilderness, but with a hoe. We put the hoe in Holderness. <laughs> I don't think we've ever said that before. Back let's, to the let's shop. go with it. I was wondering, you know, there was somebody you were working to identify in this episode. Because you've put out these details, have people come forward being able to identify these people? I mean, have have, have does that help too? You're not saying names. You're not showing the pictures they're sending. And dude, you guys, they're showing, they're sending pictures right away, these men. Yeah, the speed's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. They're not being coy in the least bit. Um, there have been people that said, hey, have you thought about doing this or reverse engineering this? And everyone that we show, you know, we everyone that we show in episode one, we we have, well, I don't want to give it away, but right. we're able to work through it. But yes, yeah, some people are, are, are DMing me and saying, hey, could it be this? But we are very careful. We are very careful about protecting their identities because everyone needs to go through a due process, right? So we mm-hmm. blur faces, we change names, we change voices, we change details. That's important because, you know, I can't live by ends justifying the means mm-hmm. for Sosa. It's not about getting that bad guy and that bad guy and that get that bad guy because it's like, you know, throwing starfish back into the ocean. The main goal that we have is empowering a society to come together to combat predation holistically. A lot of different ways that we do this. I talk to high schoolers, I talk to middle schoolers, I talk to teens one-on-one. We do a lot of empathy, a lot of education. We hope to inspire states to raise the age of consent from 16 to 18, to adopt grooming statutes. Some states have them like Illinois and Hawaii, other states don't. We also work with a tech company who uses artificial intelligence to detect signs of toxic behavior on platforms. So they work with big internet platforms like Pinterest or Tinder or gaming apps or coloring book apps to detect signs of child abuse. And we take our conversations and we take the patterns that we see with grooming and we give our learnings to them so they can better detect signs of predation. So we're really trying to hit it from a lot of different corners. We're also hoping for you know, better paths to rehabilitation for would-be perpetrators before they ever harm a child. And we're hoping that doing that holistically will move the needle. I want to dive into the tech part. That's really interesting. I think, you know, normally when (laughs) I think people have limits when they talk about about Big Brother and data mining and all these, you know, these pieces of privacy, this sounds like a very useful use of lots of information and algorithms and whatnot. I'd love to know um, from your experience and these guys, you said that they're looking at a lot of different platforms. Can you rank what their findings are are showing you as far as like the dangerous platforms or the platforms where this is happening, where you may not expect it. I mean, you mentioned Pinterest. Well, so, so here's what people need to know. First of all, what these companies are doing is I, I do think the onus is on a lot of these companies to make their platform safer for their user base, especially when they open their user base to 50, to, to 13 year olds, right? The responsibility is on them, not just because it's a liability, but because it's, the moral thing to do. So when they partner up, the company is called Spectrum Labs. When they partner with Spectrum Labs, Spectrum provides them with the science, with the artificial intelligence, in order to monitor their own platforms. So people assume that it's just Snapchat or it's just 
you know, Instagram or just TikTok. Spectrum works with coloring book apps, with Mm. gaming companies, because the truth is, wherever you are on the internet, whatever app you're on, if there is the possibility for chatting, if there is a chat client, you know how with words with friends, you can message someone, (laughs) there is the opportunity to abuse a child. I have to say, at first, I, I'm like, oh, well, you know, if if my teenager's on Instagram, but I make it private, then she's safe, right? And you were like, oh, no. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> That's So, you, your personas in this, were they reaching out through private accounts on Instagram, or did you have a public profile? Our teenage decoys had multiple accounts on lots of different platforms. Okay. And what we did find is that often people would communicate on a platform like, I don't know, Discord or Reddit, and then want to move a kid to a separate platform because it's ephemeral in nature like Snapchat or because it's easier for photo sharing. So they'll say something like, I call this tactic weaponizing puppies, but they'll say something like, especially to tweens, hey, if you give me your Instagram handle, I can show you photos of my puppies. (laughs) And it's like, when we were younger and our parents said, don't help anyone who's looking for puppies. That's a kidnapper. The same way, hey, if you if you give me your if you give me your Snapchat, I can I can snap you photos of my brand new puppies. Okay. So that's why it's there's no platform that's necessarily a private Instagram account isn't necessarily gonna go protect you because these kids who don't really have they're not aware that a, a, an adult they're learned you know they've been taught to trust adults that could be out that could be predators yeah i'm sitting here thinking about the weaponizing puppies things i'm thinking about like the unmarked white vans like all these things you were taught when you were a kid like don't do this don't take candy from strangers are there certain words or phrases that these predators commonly use that you should look out for like words like oh here we go this could be it we can teach our kids to look out for this we do have a tactic. Um, I mentioned it in episode one. Uh, we've identified a tactic called, you know, the white knight tactic, where a perpetrator will reach out to a kid and say, hey, you have to really be careful on the internet. There are a lot of creepy people out there. There are a lot of people who might try to hurt you or might try to, you know, manipulate you in some way. And you've got to be careful because you're young and you're online and you're really pretty and you don't want someone to take advantage of you. But not me. I'm not a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like it's this, oh, it's this developing a sense of trust. So, so we, we, we do call that white knighting. Uh, we do see that a lot. That said, Kim, a private Instagram account is way better than a public Instagram account. But what if you're someone on TikTok who loves to create content and you want it to be public because you enjoy sharing that with people? You know, I, I, I get it. I get it. And then what if you're 17 and you want to do that? 17 year olds still need to be protected somehow, right? So how do we how do we do that? And and I've talked with trust and safety, the trust and safety folks at a lot of different companies because they are concerned. They do want to make their platform safer. And I think that's that's one of the ways that we do it is is we encourage these companies to make their platform safer as well. And I, I um so white knight, weaponizing puppies, um, you know, there there's something called the numbers game where someone will say, hey, do you want to play the numbers game? And they'll send you a link to the numbers game. And the numbers game is super common and friends send this to each other too. But the key is if it's an adult sending it to a kid, 
And the numbers game has a question attached to each number. So one might be, what's your middle name? Four might be, what's your astrological sign? Seven might be, you know, um, what's your favorite sport? And so you don't say, what's your favorite sport? You say, pen, number seven. And you go, oh, underwater bed. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Basket weaving or whatever it is you like I to do. I do love underwater basket weaving. It's hot. Yeah. I, I, I know this about you. <laughs> but then as you go further on, it's what's your bra size? Oh, have you ever okay. seen this? Uh, how far have you gone? Are you bisexual? And the questions become really a lot more lascivious. But here's the sneaky part. It's one thing for someone to say to you, have you ever done this sexual activity, this explicit sexual activity? Because then you're kind of taken aback, like, oh, you can't ask me that. But they remove that creepiness from it by just saying, okay, number 67. Because then it's it's not me asking that weird question. It's, it's, it's somebody else. It's, yeah, it's a list that they think that they just got from somewhere. That's not yeah. my fault. And, and, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying this creepy thing. I'm just saying 67. The number 67. That's such a benign thing to say. And that is I find that to be a really fascinating and awful psychological trick because it does remove that. There's like a step removed that yuckiness that a kid might feel right away. It's like, Oh, it, it's just the, it's just the game. Yeah. It's, he's just saying a number. He's not saying anything that's making me feel icky. Uh, you have mentioned this before and you talked about it in the show that the kids need to know this isn't their fault. 
And I think that when, when I, I want to create a space in our home that my kids feel comfortable telling me this happened. If this happens to them, I want them to feel safe. And you've created that space. I hope so. No, but you, it, you it's really a, have. It's a constant cycle, right? I love the when you said like you have to have the conversation over and over again. But it is important to reiterate this. Like if your kids have been a victim of this, it is not their fault ever. 100%. Ever. And I think a lot of people will use, they'll use the same, you know, well, what was she wearing question? <laughs> what was she posting on Instagram? Doesn't matter. It's a kid. It absolutely doesn't matter. This is an adult who is being manipulative, who is very experienced, who is being coercive. It's the adult's fault. That person is the one that broke the law. It is never a kid's fault. A kid is never at fault. A, a, a victim is never at fault. I posted after after we had um, our podcast interview last year, I started doing a series of videos on TikTok. I took some of them down, but I talked about online predation and how it's never a victim's fault. I'm going to say this quickly so I don't cry. Lots of kids said, I wish someone had told me this. I could have used you when I was 12. I wish I saw this video when I was a kid because, because it wasn't online abuse. They didn't feel like it was real or they were ashamed and felt like they couldn't tell someone because they did send pictures too, or they did write back and they, they felt like part of it was their fault. So they had just been steeped in shame and I got hundreds of messages and I got one message from multiple people that said, could you make a TikTok, a POV TikTok? Could you make a POV as a mom? And could you just tell me that it wasn't my fault? Oh, man. I got goosebumps. I mean, it, it is. It, I mean, it, it, is. it also goes to show what, what a difference you're making, even like retroactively, but also to the, that next generation of people who are growing up. I, you know, with the kids, um, part of it is, don't you think part of it is just the shame? Like maybe they were on a website or they were on a platform that their parents told them they weren't supposed to be on, which is that's, that's not something that merits this happening to you, but maybe that's one of the reasons they think it's their fault. Sure. Kids are curious. Yeah. I mean, if I was on the, if this was all around when I was 13, <laughs> I would be digging into all sorts of corners of the internet just because I was a curious kid. Curious kids do that. Does that mean I should have been abused? Absolutely not. I had a kid reach out to me and say, you know, I was young, gay, not out yet. And I thought it would be interesting to go on Grindr. And this guy said, hey, do you want to meet up and we can just hang out? And I went over to his apartment and he assaulted me. And I didn't know what to do because I couldn't tell my parents. And I didn't, I, you know, it was my, I felt like it was my fault because I had downloaded the app. And there are parts of the internet that are interesting and curious. And, and you know, I can see kids wanting to know more about it. But that shouldn't be an excuse for someone to abuse them. And that shouldn't be an excuse for people to not, you know, really comfort them or support them when something happens. Every kid needs someone in their corner, regardless of what they've done. Um, I feel really strongly about that. And I know that listeners can't see this, but we made these really cute stickers and I hand them out to high schoolers. It says, they say stop, yes. stop victim blaming. Um, because we feel really, really strongly about this. And kids are afraid that they're going to say they're going to tell their parents that they were on some app right. or that they did send photos of themselves in a cute swimsuit 
or they did go on the app that they weren't supposed to go on and they're going to feel stupid and mom's going to take their phone away and they're going to get yelled at. Like, how could you be so dumb? And so they just sit with this internalized shame for a really, really, really long time. And that's what we're trying to prevent. Um, One quick anecdote, (laughs) this mom reached out because her two young kids uh, young daughters didn't don't have social media, but they went over to a friend's house, and the friend was on Omegle. And it, what Omegle can do is kind of just randomly pair two people up mm-hmm. by by video chat. So it's almost like it's like a know, roulette almost. Yes, yeah. like you just go and to, and you're just matched with some random person, and there's no username, there's no IP addresses, there's you you have no idea who you're talking to. And so these three little girls were in front of the computer. You know, a lot of kids do it during a, a, a sleepover. And they were met with a man who was looking at them and he bared his genitals and he started self-gratifying. And they didn't quite know what they were seeing. And they went home and they told their mom and the mom was, oh, God, like, what do I do? And so I, I talked to them. I had a little a little Zoom session with these two little girls and I said, I just want to let you know, you telling mom was the best thing you could have done. Mm -hmm. And you need to know that what happened is not your fault. It's not even your friend's fault for going on Omegle. It's that man's fault for breaking the law. And, you know, Omegle is a rough website. And, you know, do I block it on my internet browser at home? Yes, 100%. Is it a kid's fault if they're abused because they use it? No, of course not. So talk to us about SOSA and uh, the work that you do and how people can help support that work and what sort of information you're putting out there. So I think that people really enjoy the undercover underage part of SOSA because that's the really interesting stuff where we're all kind of huddled in a room and seeking out people on the internet. So we do that. We can't do that year round because one, it is... uh, financially prohibitive. And two, we also need mental health breaks because I can't portray teenage girls all year round. (laughs) Um, But we also, again, you know, talk with high school students, talk with middle school students, we develop these programs for them, um, because we want to have these casual conversations. and, And I feel like we do it better because we know about the internet really well, we're very much online. Um, And I think that a lot of the education around it can be a little bit outdated. So kids feel like they're sitting in some weird dare program. I was going to say like dare to keep kids. I was a dare counselor. Didn't you think like more people would be offering you drugs though? The way the dare spoke to us. I really feel like there'd be drugs on every corner and never once, never once. I expected drugs on every corner and I expected to encounter quicksand. Yes. A lot. A lot lot of quicksand. Never happened to me. (laughs) Oh, dare. Um, anyway, so I, there, I, I can't imagine you're running dare seminars. No. No. And and sometimes I think it's easier to hear this stuff from someone else's mom, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so we do that. Uh, we talk with legislators. We're a little bit limited because we're a nonprofit. But we do talk with legislators about, hey, wouldn't it be great if we raise the age of consent from 16 to 18? Because 16 is just so developmentally different than developmentally different than 18. 
16-year-olds can't vote, but they can be in a relationship with a 75-year-old. Let's fix that. You know, um, that's something that we care about for sure, Include and grooming statutes. Um, and then, of course, we do this work with Spectrum where we take those uh, learnings and, you know, we, we are, we're very concerned about privacy. So we strip all the personally identifiable information out and we go through all the patterns that we see and we feed that artificial intelligence because we want to help empower companies to make their platform safer for their users. What is the current status right now? I mean, I, I know it's like state by state, but w- what is the trend as far as like when it comes to civil suits and statutes of limitations? I, I, Kim and I just watched this movie about the Catholic Church. It was, you know, it was from back in the 90s. And I remember the most jarring part was that like if you got abused by a priest, they had like some agreement where like you couldn't be more than $50,000 and the statute of limitations was like two years. I feel like statute of limitations is a huge issue because people don't always come out immediately and say it. Sure. And sometimes if you think about it, you know, sometimes people need to hear that someone else came out first and said, Hey, this guy did this thing to me. And that's, that's what we've seen in the news, right? We see with Bill Cosby or, or whomever else, like a bunch of people come out. It's a domino effect. I, you know, I, I, I think a statute of limitations is really awful for victims. Um, I think a lot of things are awful for victims and, and, and survivors. A lot of these laws are state by state. There are some federal laws as well. But for example, the age of consent in most states is 16. Most states don't have a grooming statute. So in a lot of states, you know, and and you can cut this if this is too Mm -hmm. creepy. Um, In a lot of states, some things are really abusive and really creepy, but not illegal. So a perpetrator, uh, someone who wants to abuse a child can say to an 11-year-old, send me photos of your feet, send me photos of your legs, send me photos of yourself in your underwear for self-gratification purposes. And it's creepy, but it's not illegal. And it's abusive, but it's not illegal. Mm. I imagine we can probably go to some sort of website to get more specific information about our state and about what... Yeah, you can Google your state and, um, you know, statutes, grooming statutes, um, age of consent laws, you know, they do vary by state. We don't have that information on SOSA just because sometimes those laws are changing. Sure. But we also do have some information on sosatogether.org about just the work that we do and the stuff that we're trying to combat or change or accomplish. Okay, so you can find Ruth's work on sosatogether.org, but also talk to us about how they can watch Undercover Underage. Yeah, so Undercover Underage is now streaming on Discovery Plus. We'd love for you to watch. We'd love for you to watch with your teenagers. Maybe screen it first. Your mileage may vary on your comfort levels. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the show. I think that we are able to demonstrate the ubiquity of predation. I hope that the show does a number of things. I hope it educates parents. I hope it minimizes the amount of victim blaming that happens. I hope not just parents, caregivers, communities, teachers. And I hope that would-be perpetrators go, hey, you know what? I recognize the inclination in myself to want to harm a child. And so even if it's just for self-preservation, even if it's just because they don't want to go to jail, I'm going to seek help. Or even if they're just scared that the kid that they're talking to is actually somebody who's not a kid, you know, because we, 
I got to tell you, we really sell it when I put on braces. <laughs> that was good. jarring. Yeah. I'm like, look, Rose got braces on. You look, I mean, you obviously this is never a role I could play because I look firmly in my 40s. But Rue by nature looks younger. And then as a 15 year old with the braces and the backwards hat and the little skirt. I mean, you sold it, girl. I was uh, I was proud. And I am so uh, proud of you yeah. because this is I mean, even watching it. And I know we we talked a little bit as you were filming it. It is heavy for yeah. a mom, for a human being, but you have these, you're a mom too. So I'm just really, yeah. I'm proud of you. And, and I want to like end with this question based on that. Like, how, how are you doing? How are, you doing? Uh, are enough people telling you how important it is that you're doing this or enough people telling you this to counterbalance some of the, some of this heaviness? Well, one thing I'm doing right now is I'm not reading comments because I think that just makes things worse. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not reading comments, although some of the comments are very nice. Another thing that we did was <laughs> to give you, to give you an idea of my state of mind, we limited <laughs> the amount of times you see me crying to twice per episode, <laughs> just because, you know, then it's too much. Then it's just an episode of, about me spiraling. You know, I, I very much value mental health and I see a therapist weekly. I try to do things that are relaxing in nature. I very much separate work and home. There's a lot of separation of church and state here. Like I'm in the office and I don't even keep pictures of my kids in here because I don't, I don't want to look at them while I'm doing this stuff. And then at the same token, when I go home, I don't do any, I don't do work. I don't take interviews. I come to the office for that. Um, that helps. That helps. So that way when I go home, I'm just mom. Um, and when I'm here, I'm just whatever this is. <laughs> Well, we're thankful for whatever this is. And I think that I really, really hope everybody listening to this will watch this, support the work of Sosa. If Even if you don't have kids, if there's a kid in your life who you love, this is important work. And I think what I learned is I just need to be, feel like I'm very involved in my kids' online life, but there's no way I can monitor 100% of it. So constant conversation. Constant conversation, yep. staying more involved, checking I mean, even my son plays video games and there he has like a private account and this username you would never, ever guess. And still like a chat popped up and it was like this generic spam. Like you have to be over to 18 to click this. Like it got spammed through there. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, oh, I just X those out. I'm like, no, but dude, this is coming up. This is an issue. So there's all of these things that you just have to stay on top of as a parent. So thanks for the reminders and the education, Rue constantly have to be vigilant it's it's brutal it's a slog it's a slog anywhere else people can find you support you anything like that sure i am very excited about this if you you know value the work that sosa is doing we now have options for you to give one time to support us monthly or because we are people of 2021 you can even hook up your credit card or debit card and if you spend i don't know $10.75 at Target, it'll just round up to 11 and give Sosa the 25 cents. So you can do that too, because we're very tech savvy. Um, and we're also online. We're on social at Sosa together. And I'm on social too at Rue underscore pow. Okay. We will put the roundup. All that stuff is at Sosa together.org. Yep. Okay. We'll just put that all in the show notes for peoples. Great. You're the very best. Good luck with the show. I, I It was on the front page of the Discovery Plus app no you were right next you were like in front of joanna Gaines. i'll have you know i feel like she and i are gonna end up your friends 
going into the octagon together. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. You're right. right. We're friends. Squid game. Right. Squid game. <laughs> no, but you guys are like, you were like ahead of Joanna Gaines on Discovery. That's big. It's huge. Do you just right say, now. yeah, do you just say Joanna Gaines now? It's not Chip and Joanna Gaines? It's an interesting. Like, well, it she... was her face on the thing. Yeah, no, know. that's why I'm asking. It's interesting. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't. I haven't. I haven't had an opportunity to watch her show. Nor I. But I just. Yeah. But I've watched yours. Yes. Okay, and I'm about to like buckle up for the second episode. So wish me luck. Even as a viewer, I'm like, whoo. She, she may be actually actively watching it underneath her anxiety blanket. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important stuff. So yeah. Okay. Hey guys, if you made it to this part of the podcast. Do a screenshot, tag us on Instagram, put us in your story. I try to respond to all of them and um, go follow Sosa Together and all the important mm-hmm. stuff Ru's doing. Thank you for making it to the end of this. Uh, we obviously believe it's important. And the fact that you are made it to the end of this means you are better informed. Okay. So thank you again, Ru. I have, I don't have a lot of jobs. I was about to say I have a lot of jobs in this family. I don't really have a lot of jobs. You do a lot of, do. You do a lot of the important stuff. Like I get the kids to school. Sometimes I pick them up. You know, I'll, I'll change some light bulbs every once in a while. I fail at that frequently. Mostly. W- one of my most important jobs is taking the temperature of the emotional state of my wife, who really is the center of this family. So I'm wondering like how you're feeling after that conversation that we just had. Well, I love that I, I know Rue and I know Rue's heart, which is she's doing 100% of this for her, her own girls and her and just knowing that she's doing this to protect our kids. Yeah. I feel good. I feel okay. hopeful that these conversations are happening. It is a good reminder. I mean, I think we're having these conversations in our house, but it is a good reminder. You have to keep on having them. And it's you You might even get eye rolls of like, I know, mom, I know, but you have to keep having those conversations and to not be discouraged by it and i think in all things our kids need to know it's not their fault it's not their fault if if something listen we all made mistakes when we were 13 14 years old we just had the grace of no social media yeah so i have to say about once a week i have to remind my children especially my teenager Everything she's everything is fine right now, but at some point there's going to be a text message that's going to be screenshotted and it's going to be shared that just assume that everything you type is, is going to be shared. Yeah. But also there are going to be people, there are going to be people that are going to be reach, reaching out that are perfect strangers that may know something about you, that may say they know your parents and it is not their fault if they yeah. have a conversation, I would like them to not. I'd like them to tell, you know, to tell me all about it. Yeah. That these things, the prevalence is eye-opening. Yeah. Just, it takes a village. You're handling this better than I am then. Because I feel scared right yeah. now. I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I feel scared. And I watched all of her. I watched her first video from Bark that scared the crud out of me can't say bark. she can't say bark i can say bark i watched her first video that scared the crap out of me when they had a cell phone up and we're timing it until the response came in and it was like 35 seconds when the first response came in this time around the two things that scare me number one is the the fact that anything with a chat can become a a gateway for sexual predation Mm -hmm. and that's everything we're not talking about just Snapchat. Where she, she mentioned Pinterest. She mentioned words with friends. Doesn't everything 
Everything have, has a have, chat. Have a chat. Like Delta Airlines has a chat. I, it's so funny. You can like you can play. Um, Not that Delta Airlines would have a sex. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But go ahead. No, no, no. But like, there everything is gamified, and there's yeah. a chat and everything. So it's not just Snapchat. It's not just TikTok. It's not just Instagram, guys. It is. It is everything. And I, I, I'm sorry you feel scared. I feel hopeful that people like Rue and this show are go- going to create at least a com- minimum a conversation, yeah. but at most the potential for some real change. Uh, yeah. And I'm, it's probably good that I'm scared, right? You have yeah. to be, you, you can't go with blinders into this stage in our life. And when I say stage in our life, just to remind you guys, I know you may have seen some of our videos when our kids were three and five, our kids are now 11 and 14. So they are getting more access to websites with chats. They're more age appropriate for these sites. And they're just getting to that age where they're they're bigger targets yeah. for people like this. So I'm scared. I'm very grateful for people like Rue. I don't know how she does what she does. And you know, I was checking to make sure you weren't getting any collateral damage from being so close to Rue, but it sounds like you're handling this really well. Um, I have to say, she, I mean, she's just a, a lovely human. And so we were able to text and talk throughout the filming process when this was filmed last year. And it was heavy for her and it was heavy yeah. to even think about that. So I feel like I've gone along a, the ride a little bit, a little bit, just like, you know, from a distance. So yeah. I'm really proud. Okay. Well, thanks for talking about our feelings there for a second. I love talking about our feelings. <laughs> uh, and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. If you made it to the end, uh, what do we have them do? Take a screenshot. Is that your, yeah, that's check your... us on Instagram, yeah. share it, share it on Instagram. And, uh, and again, if, if you can try to, get any age appropriate kids to maybe listen to a little bit of this or try to consume some of Rue's content and the things that surround her because as heavy as it is so important yeah bye bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.